Hello, everybody. How are you doing on this fine Sunday evening? Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. The world is on fire. Fireworks going off everywhere at at uh, Drive Pink Stadium on the uh, the old Twitter box and uh, Facebook and the inter- the uh, all over the interwebs. Lots of fun things to talk about, and we're going to do it all tonight. But of course, I don't do it alone. Let's welcome in everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed. Or hey Eeyore? guys, how's it going? Hope you uh, are having a great time, just like I am. Well, That's hang me. On. How are you guys doing? Okay, hey, I got a I got a bone to pick with you right there, right off the bat, Ed. If you're going to use Eeyore, you can't go. Hey everybody, it's hello everybody. Oh, you're right. Oh, How yeah, are you doing? <laughs> I forgot. I guess we're gonna talk about soccer. You know. We lost. <laughs> I should have done that. I'll do it next time, Peter. I totally forgot. That's Eeyore. That's Eeyore. Come on, Ed. My, my bad. My bad. I, I should have known. Uh, I should have asked before. Uh, that was all improvised, though. But, you know, if, if Peter's the uh, Disney fan, and so he knows about these things. But anyways, guys, yeah, there's so much good information. So much good stuff to talk about. Peter Brown is, you know, he, we were, man, we were on WhatsApp forever talking about this, uh, you know, th- throughout the game. Uh, Peter was able to go. I wasn't able to go to this game, um, you know, but uh, wow, uh, all these things happen. I was able to, I did, I was able to watch a little bit of it, Peter. Yeah, you uh, said they were broadcasting it on Facebook? Yeah, some Brazilian guy put it on. And I was, oh, just I was some looking, random, random Brazilian guy. I was looking on 2DN or whatever it's called and, all the wherever they said they was going to sure. be, they didn't transmit it. They didn't transmit it. So I had I found it on Facebook. Sure enough, and uh, yeah, so I got to see some of the game. Uh, noticed yeah. that the the supporters weren't there, but we'll get to that. We're going to get to a lot of that. Uh, you know, I was there. I actually had. You know, normally Ed, we sit in section one fifteen. I like that section. So generally when I have to buy tickets, I still sit in the same basic area. But instead, I went one over to 116. So you're like right on the 50-yard line. And hey, by the way, if you're a football uh, snob, you know, soccer snob, don't get on my ass about 50-yard line. That's happened before. I say 50-yard line and people jump all over me like, oh, you know, you don't know football. Whatever. I'm American. Soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, you know, 50-yard line. Uh, anyways, I had great seats. I was on the uh, the 14th row. Very nice seats. Uh, so you know, they were, I had a great view of the game. Exciting. Ex- we, I was just so excited to to be at the at the stadium again. I was upset, sad that you couldn't be there, but uh, you know, brought my wife. A lot of fun. A lot of lot going on. But so we got a lot to talk about for sure. But before we get too far, right. oh. let's say thank you to Canesware. Canesware is going to have all the new inner miami merchandise soon as soon as it's announced expect to find it in the canesware store and hopefully soon they will have their new store uh which is larger same plaza bigger store uh that that's coming soon uh so anyways for the short term uh, well again long term too it's in the same place same uh, plaza they're on they're in davy off of uh 595 just uh south of 595 on university drive and they've got the best prices in town for all your inter Miami needs. So go, you want to support us? Support Canesware. All right. Canesware, What's going on, Ed? Please, to get your stuff, guys. Oh, man. Uh, Peter, 
um, I think this is going to be an, an interesting show. I think uh, we're going to get a, a lot of people that are already starting to join us right now. And let's say hello to some of them. Uh, the very first person I saw was Brian King. Brian King is on here. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Uh, here's a new guy, Mike Maniscalco. Thanks for joining us, man. Talking about Pozuelo. We need Pozuelo. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, of course, I got on and said, hey, hey, these guys, because they were on like, I don't know, 20 minutes before the show even started already on the chat. Um, Chris Arjun is also with us. He probably had a great view of, uh, you know, of everything. Fireworks yeah. And yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about that, Chris. So stay tuned. Um, one world, one goal. How you doing? Italia. And uh, we've got uh, Anthony Ornelas. He's also with us. If I miss anybody, Peter, just jump in there. Man, everybody's talking about the fireworks. Ryan Landers is also with us. I did make a thumbnail. How about the fireworks in that thumbnail? Who knew the supporters clubs could make such big fireworks? Huh? Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Damien Guzman. Well, of course, Peter had to exaggerate a little bit. Damien Guzman is also with us. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, he's Jose Velasquez. Always listening to and watching our ugly mugs. And our buddy Steve Munoz is also with all supporting as well. And one of uh, Peter Brown's favorites, Esteban Dido. Hey, me and Esteban were there. on the same page, I think, uh, on our Twitter cha uh, Twitter talks uh, as far as fireworks and things like that. Well, we'll, we'll be talking with him in a bit. Uh, let's see, Sebastian Cepeda is also joining us. We'll be talking about that. Eric Thomas. Good old Eric Thomas. Another one of our buds. And we also have Kada. Kada is with us. He's in the house. And we have Andre Chavez. How you doing, bud? Thanks for joining us. We're definitely going to be talking about Inter-Miami everything. Um, we're also talking to Dentex21YT. Now, look at that. Interesting. He, he said he had to watch. He had to buy a VPN to watch yesterday's game on a Brazilian YouTube channel. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to get on that, but I couldn't see it because, of course, I'm in the United States. Um, and Jose LaRosa is also with us, a Vice City guy right there. All right, good. How you doing, man? And, um, yeah, guys, uh, join in the chat. Uh, you guys are going to tell us what you want to talk about. We're going to cover some things right before so more people can join us. And we'll definitely be talking about uh, everything that's, uh, you know, that, that happened at the game, during the game, uh, you know, everything everything that went on. Uh, a new Wiseman also got on, or a good old uh, buddy who was on the last show with us. I was just Atlanta. back from FanFest. I watched, I saw a little bit of that uh, EPL FanFest uh, watching um, the Chelsea game. Uh, I watched some of the Chelsea game. So I saw the oh, the beginning of it the, and then saw that FanFest. Uh, pretty impressive. Nice. Oops. Um, and, uh, all right. Yeah. So we figured we figured well, let's let's talk with uh, about some fun stuff before we get into the into the you know I guess the uglier side of things you know the things where people got arrested and stuff like that but uh, you know we don't need to go through the game so much I mean unless you want to in the chat but my impression of the game was you know 
Rust preseason. They're better than us. Who, you know, but Pizarro actually surprised me and looked pretty good. I was not expecting much. He looked really good, energized. I mean, all over the pitch. You couldn't question his work rate, right? And and then I also was impressed with um, Coco because we hadn't really seen him. I mean, what did he play last right. year? Like 20 minutes because he got injured? So. And Pierre, I just want to jump in. Kata's asking where he can get that cool shirt you've got. You can go to footballmiamitv.com. And there is a link there for our store. Yeah. And you can buy Believe it. Believe it or there. not, we have our own stuff, Peter. Peter Brown designs it. Yeah, I need to do better. I need to do more stuff in there. But, uh, you know, uh, in here, I agree with uh, Ryan as far as the game. Game didn't matter preseason practice. You're talking about practice. Right, exactly. Didn't really matter much. It was just fun to be at the stadium. Fun to see. And there was yeah. lots of things to see. One of the things that it's funny is I, I you know, so I did, I, I'm not yet, you, you know, I'm not the most active on social media. That's kind of your end of the, of this whole thing. You know, I may do more of the show setup and you're more of the promoter, right? I don't do a whole lot of social media stuff. Mm -hmm. I just kind of watch a little bit, but anyways, posted a few pictures and, and posted some comments about the fireworks and things like that. But as many likes or interactions that I had with people about fireworks, I had probably equally, if not more, reactions about this. Popcorn is being sold at Drive Pink Stadium, and it's about damn time. Oh, man. Peter sent that. He put it on uh, on Twitter, I think it was. And when yeah. I saw that, I was like, put it everywhere. Wow, finally. How many years did it take? Four. I mean, it's our fourth season, so <laughs> it took four years. Every time I brought my wife or my daughter to the game, they were like, Man, they should have some popcorn. Now, they've had a couple of food trucks that might have sold popcorn, but the team did not sell popcorn. And and I one guy on on on, um, on Twitter had asked, where are you going to the movies? What do you need popcorn for? Trust me, you take somebody that's not necessarily the biggest sports fan to an event, they want some popcorn. Yeah, popcorn's a very much necessary thing, and uh, the container's pretty cool, too. I know. I thought about keeping it, but then it was all greasy and stuff inside. So Kata's, Kata's, Kata's asking, asking that question that I yeah. keep the container. Um, I didn't, but you know what? I might next time. Um, you know, they, they should maybe put it backwards that way you can use it as a hat. You know, the, the logo there. I could do that. I could do that on the show. Right. Sure. Right. You know, um, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but but it was it was it, it you know it's just one of those funny things and and. Walking around the stadium, you saw a lot of popcorn. I think they sold, I was going to say, as much popcorn as they did beer. Okay, maybe not that much. But a lot of popcorn was sold. I mean, it's it's, it's a uh, it, it's a it took them a we long time to do it. Mm -hmm. What's that? We always knew that that was something that they needed to do. And, and it, it's, it's so easy. I mean, you keep it's, your kids entertained. If they're bugging you, eat some popcorn. It's so... You know? easy it's cheap um, and the 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 roi return on investment i'm sure is huge you buy a few popcorn machines they're selling this thing for like 850 i think my i looked at the the charge because i think my wife you know they they offer it if you want to tip i think all out it, this costs us a little bit over 10 bucks because of including a tip so ten dollars right. for some popcorn you know the team is probably it's probably taking them you know what like 50 cents to make it if or if right. that much Ka-ching, they're making some bucks on that. And 
the other thing that they were talking about, and I saw, you know, they promoted once they announced uh, uh, Joseph Martinez, uh, they had they were giving away arepas at this place called Pepitos, which is in Doral. I, I go there often. My wife mm. goes there. My folks came uh, from Ecuador. I, we took them there. You know, it's, it's like a, it's in the gas station, basically, and it's a little hole in the wall. Well, they took over the whole, basically the whole uh, gas station, the whole back part, at least, right. is, is, a, is a restaurant now. And all they do is a repa. So, you know, our good friend Ted Sikowski, you know, he's an arepa lover. He must be so happy that they are selling those arepas now in, in the stadium. Uh, were you able to see? Is, is it a car? Uh, I didn't see him sold inside the stadium. Well, I, I, I did see somebody. Maybe it's just on the other side. I think it was Franco Panizo uh, put a picture up of him. Yeah, but keep in mind, he, they may have given those to the media and not to us. Oh, these media guys. Franco. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I didn't go to the west side. I did not walk over there. On the east side, I went to our usual places. Went to, you know, the the Heineken bar around there. All well, on it's, the, it's preseason too maybe they haven't been able to you know i didn't see it i didn't see it there but they may have been there i just didn't see it so but those are up as uh, peter i'm telling you they're really good i think they're going to sell a lot they're doing okay. the popcorn they're doing their repas you know you know these are very miami things now even though they're from colombia or venezuela let them fight over who who invented it but um you know it's it's a very miami thing yeah a yeah. south florida thing to eat the repas so and back in the day when the Fusion were around, we used to eat arepas, man. I remember uh, going. They, they were only cheese arepas back then. Well, and it's funny. You know, I go to Colombia quite often, and I never have seen those kind of cheese arepa, arepas that you see at sporting events. I, I've never seen those in Medellin. You know, they're, they're, I don't think they do that there. Maybe that's kind of a U.S. version of it. I don't know. Mm. But they're damn good. The ones I've had in Colombia are just a little more like, you know, they care about the arepa and how it's presented and, you know, and it's usually just a base for things, you know, so they're putting it on. You they, you have breakfast that's there and, you you know, you might put stuff on it and you know, whatever. There's even a restaurant that that's there called JC Delicious that uh, they'll put like beef stroganoff on an arepa. They'll put spaghetti on an arepa. They'll put well, any. Well, it's it's basically you're buying a dish. That they're gonna just put on an arepa, and it's and it's good. Yeah, that's basically what Pepitos does, man. Man, we should have them promote, uh, you know, sponsor us because we're promoting them a lot. But you know, yeah, it's, it's good stuff, and uh, I definitely recommend it, guys. So you know, enough with the uh, promotions. All right, all right. So <laughs> here, an interesting little question: Esteban Dito saying, "Miss Peter, was Mrs. Brown rooting for Inter Miami or for the Brazilian Football Club instead?" Uh, no, Inter Miami. She has no relation to to uh, Vasco da Gama, so no, she was she You're was from uh, Rio. She's not from there. She's not from Rio. She's from Curitiba. So if it, if it happened to be Coritiba or if it happened to be Atlético Paranaense, maybe a different conversation. But um, oh, I like what uh, one world one goal is saying. We should get a FM TV stamped arepa. I, I'd like that too. Yeah, stamp it. Well, FMTV. We're, we're having a look. Some guys are joining us. I know there's uh, Southern Legion members. Uh, Dirty Sanchez is on there. How you doing, man? Our good, my my fellow uh, follically impaired friend Armando Aparicio is also there. My fellow bald oh, guy. 
You found him? There you go. Well, uh-huh. I found him, Rondo. I didn't find the other guy. Oh, look at that. He's 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 from he pupusas. <laughs> You're asking for too much, man. You know, we can't we can't have every single Latin uh and there's a Susio himself, Dirty Sanchez himself. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. Yeah. All right, so let's yeah let's let's get to the topic at hand. I think we gave everybody enough time to kind of get into the chat. Oh man, Peter, I don't know. I don't know, man. Should we? Uh, do, do, should we talk about the players a little bit more? No. No. Uh... <laughs> no. 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 We're going straight to the nitty gritty. <laughs> All right, Peter. Uh, I noticed because I got on the, um, I, I was able to connect on Facebook. A Brazilian channel or whatever they had, they were passing the, the, the show, uh, the game, and I think I sent you a, a text saying, or I WhatsApped you, and I asked you, "Where are the fans?" Yeah, it was, was it was a little light in the beginning, and even still, I don't know what the final number of the crowd was, but to me, it looked like maybe a ten thousand, eleven thousand. I mean, it was a half empty stadium, um, a huge Vasco da Gama fan base, maybe more. If you just count supporter sections, maybe more Vasco fans than Miami. And also where I was sitting, man, I was surrounded by Vasco fans. You know, this lady, this was funny. This was funny. This, this, the, the, you you know, you got the beer guy, right? You know, trying to sell beer. And they basically told this guy, if you scream out, go Vasco, we'll buy beer from you. (laughs) Wow. The beer guy was, I mean, he was smart. My wife was like, now you need to get one. So tell him to scream Miami. And I was like, yeah, but I'm driving. I already had my one. I'm good. You know, I don't want to have mm-hmm. another one. Right. So so I couldn't have another one. Oh, you should have. Yeah. But this guy at the top of his lungs, he's like, go, Roscoe. You know, and, uh, and you know, everybody went nuts. It was fun. But yeah, it wasn't the biggest crowd. It was a fun crowd. It wasn't the biggest crowd. But then the weirdest thing is what it was about a few minutes into the game. I, I think I read somebody say seven minutes of the game. I wasn't paying attention to the clock and the fireworks start happening. And, and they were so loud, Ed, that my wife was asking, are they going to stop the game? Because, she you knew. know, and I said, nah, the referee doesn't care. <laughs> it's, just, it's on the other side of the field. The, the play was maybe more so on the other end. He's not going to stop the game. He didn't, they didn't care. But let's let's uh, I I have show and tell today, and and thanks to some Twitter people, this is uh, Matthew Hinal, I guess you might say, uh, who who uh, thought of filming it. So I think if you weren't at the game and you were curious what this all this hubbub was about, this is what happened. Wow. That that's a lot of fireworks, Ed. Wow, that looks nice. I gotta say that's pretty bad. That's a lot of fireworks. Wow, look at that. That was quite a fireworks show. And I think as you're saying, wow, that looks nice, I think most of us would agree that it looked amazing and it was awesome. But, Ed, you and I have been heavily involved with supporters clubs from a long time. Heck, we started Southern Legion with uh, our friend Julio. Yeah, Peter, when I saw that, I was like, oh, cool. But I was like, oh, what's going to happen? This is not going to end well. Somebody's going to, 
And unfortunately, Peter, it didn't, right? Did not end well. No, it did not. And 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 just, you know, look, it's you the thing that pissed me off about it is the supporters, they know better. And that's why I actually reached out to as much as I could through social media. I asked anybody that is a supporter that was in that section that thinks they were in the right, please help me understand. If you want to give us a call and, and, and explain yourself, 786-474-4435. Hearing your voice might be even better. I know some people may not want to go on record because they don't want to get... You don't have you to know, say your name. You they don't want to get banned just, from the stadium. You don't have to say your name. Um, and just give us your view. Uh, or if what? you want to in the chat interact, that's fine too. But I would love to know. I would love for you to try to explain to me why you thought it was okay to light off illegal fireworks. Illegal because it clearly states on the um, the, the the website clearly states. Fireworks of any kind, including but not limited to flares, smoke bombs, incendiary devices, and pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnic. Net pyrotechnics. Uh, I can't talk. Pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> this is all yeah. under. This is it, all under like what you can bring. Boom. In. Bad. Yeah. Right. This is under what you can bring into the stadium. Right. So this is on their website as and clearly the the team does allow them to light off flares and smoke bombs, uh, or not flares but smoke bombs. And, um, but that's with very special, you know, conditions, right? They have to follow certain rules, certain guidelines have to be brought in ahead of time, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, we all know they're not allowed with, with the, with the team's approval and they hand them out, right? They, they're the ones that hand them out. I think so. But, uh, that I'm not sure. And if I remember correctly, they have like a certain can that they put the, uh, the flares in or the uh, smoke bombs in, you know, so right when I saw those fireworks go off, I was like, this is not going to go well. Sergio here in the chat is saying that's ridiculous, ridiculous, big security fail. I hear what you're saying, but I don't think so in this regard. Supporters clubs took advantage. The supporters clubs are allowed to come into the stadium a few hours before the game, right, Ed? They set up their banners they have even a special like room yeah. in the stadium where they keep their flags, their drums, all that kind of stuff. The team works with the supporters clubs to give them this ability to bring things into the stadium. So if those members are coming into the stadium a few hours before the game, they're, they're not really checked. They're, not, they're, they're carrying big banners. They're not really checking everything. They're just like, these, are, these guys are okay. They do this every week. They're, they've got the approval. They're uh, our guys. That's how yeah, the team at this, looks at uh, them. At this, at this point, they trust them. Mm-hmm. Bruno's checking in. I know Bruno quite often is over in that section. Um, so is Mar- Marcio. Uh, Mar- Mar- uh, Susio. Uh, Marco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so, so I don't know if it's so much if it was a security fail in this case. I think it's more so the supporters taking advantage of the team. And as much as I would love to be on the supporter side on this thing and not against the team, because, you know, you know, you want to be against the establishment, right? I mean, that's the fun thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't see how that's possible. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, not 
you know, everybody knows the rules. I mean, we, when we first started the supporters group, we knew the rules. Uh, the guys that have taken over since, you know, the leaders, they all know, you know, this is the United States, guys. Uh, you know, there are rules. Major League Soccer isn't the Argentinian League where they allow anything to happen. This isn't the uh, Ecuadorian or Colombian League or, uh, you know, uh, Honduran League. Uh, we do, we abide by the rules. And, you know, this is the United States. Uh, lots of people, I've had arguments with guys saying, oh, you know, we're not a real barra or whatever, a barra. Uh, and I'm like, dude, these, these are American supporters groups. This is a whole different monster. You know, but some people just seem to think that they know because in their countries, they, they did what they wanted to. But here, uh-uh. These are rules. This is the United States. And you guys should have known better. You know, and it, you have to attain to the consequences. Walking out to support people that broke the rules, wrong. And if you guys knew it, when you went in there, shame on you because you knew better. Yeah, and, and, and a couple things that uh, you, I wanted to touch on that you said. Um, I lost train of thought a little bit because there at the end when you said, you know, I heard that this may have been one supporters group in particular. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because I don't have any true, true facts. But, but from what I've heard, it may be one particular group that was really in charge of it. Okay, fine. But everybody left under, in solidarity. So that's basically, if you left, you're signing off on it. You agree with it. Now they say, oh, we were leaving because they were escorting out some of our kids, some of our people. Well, they deserve to be escorted out. And, 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 and so, you know, and yeah, they, they, we hear they got arrested. Sorry, you deserved it. You earned it. And, and so I heard, to, um, Michelle Kaufman, I think, said that there were four people, but I, I heard that six of them were actually the ones that were, uh, well, now, now, you know, when I heard they got arrested, I thought they were just going to, you know, take them out or whatever, but actually arrested. I was, I was surprised. It's a, it's a preseason game, Peter. So I thought, yeah, you know, they're going to get a slap on the hand, you know, don't do it again. I and, think it could know, be a bigger like, slap, Ed. I think so. Um, we should get to some calls because I, I know people have some comments and there's a couple calls in here. Uh, one thing Tank uh, is saying, Familia, La Familia are, was all united for better or worse. Yeah, that's a, an occasion where, I got to be honest, I, I, um, I, me and Ed, we're not as involved as we used to be. I'm driving home with my wife and my wife says to me, I am happy you are no longer leading these groups and you are no longer sitting over there and you are no longer like a major part of the group. I mean, me and Ed, we just kind of walk in every once in a while, say hi, and they're like, hey, these are the old guys. Thanks for what you did in the beginning. Mm -hmm. We share a beer and we walk out, right? That's us yeah. <laughs> nowadays. Well, I stick around sometimes. I think I'm the only one that sticks around. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I explained me then. Um, but, but, you know, um, she was just happy that I'm not involved with this drama. You know, because we're all too damn old for this. I mean, you know, they're, they're all too old. But uh, uh, here, Tank is saying that uh, he didn't leave. He he went. I didn't leave. I went to the South Stand to show them respect. And they pushed me out and almost started punching me. They almost got my bandana. Hmm. Now, I did. So so before we go to the voicemail and everything like that, uh, I did hear, uh, you know, several people's comments were like, well, I paid for a ticket. 
I'm allowed to do what I want. We bring the party. And with us, without us, you have nothing. And so this, this, this feeling of entitlement that, that the supporters clubs get a lot of freedom, that they're above the law, is just idiotic. Nobody is above the law. I don't care how much they want you to be there. You can be replaced. They can find other supporters. Would they bring, do, do they want you there? Yeah, but they want you to follow the rules and, and bring that, the excitement within the, the confines of those said rules. Every safety. I mean, it's next to an airport. I mean, I'm curious what the FAA has to say about this. Granted, it's not a very busy airport. Probably nobody's landing at that time. And that's why if you work with the team, maybe you could have got, done something like this. I doubt it. But maybe. Mm -hmm. And if you were going to do it. Here's the other thing, Ed. If you were going to blow your wad, literally, uh, why on a preseason match? Why not right. on a game that actually matters? You're getting you know, The one thing I thought as we were chatting earlier today and I said, man, MLS is going to get involved. MLS is going to drop the hammer. You said something about it being preseason. And then I started thinking, well, maybe MLS doesn't get involved because it's not a league match. It is preseason. Maybe they got lucky and they're only going to have to deal with whatever ramifications the team throw down on them. Not sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I got to tell you, I'm kind of happy that it did happen in the first game. Because uh, they get it out, got it out of their systems. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, you know, slap them with whatever you got to slap them with. But hopefully by the beginning of the season, uh, we're back to normal. You know, we're back to, you know, supporting right. Inter-Miami as, as we should. And, and we'll be talking about the players again and not about, about the behavior of the supporters groups. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it's, you know, it's, I think it's just a couple of people that uh, somebody must have known that they brought them in, man. And, and they should have known that this, something like this would happen. I mean, from what I understand, they all knew. And they all may not have agreed with it, but they all knew it was going to happen. Like, every group may not have been on board, but they didn't try to stop it either. And, and speak up and say, this isn't right. I don't want to be a part of this. You know? Well, and no I, I saw some videos where they were singing, you know, if they kick one of us out, you know, the other in Spanish, uh, you know, the, we all leave or something like that. And that's when I was like, oh, that's ridiculous because, all right, so we're, we're going to let a couple people ruin the party for everybody else. Um, like I said, every know, everybody knows the rules. You don't take those things into the stadium, uh, you know, and, and you guys didn't watch a game that you paid for. And that sucks for you guys. But, I mean, come on, guys, let's uh, let's get back to supporting the team how you have to. Uh, if, if you don't agree with them not, you know, not being able to take in the fireworks, Talk with the team. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe eventually they'll let it happen. I mean, I saw the fireworks and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I they thought look cool. for a brief second that, you know, oh, every, that, that the team was with it. They were okay with it. And I thought maybe it was uh, some uh, team employees that, you know, decided to do it. And I, the ambience was so awesome. And I was like, oh, man, this is like the best thing ever. And then I heard that those guys got, you know, that they did it yeah. behind the team's back. And that was just like. You know, wonk, wonk, disappointment because we're probably not going to be able to do this ever now. Right, right. Pato Kanaya, if I'm saying that right in the chat, says, why do you talk of, of why do you talk of you don't know anything? Uh, I'm assuming you're talking to us. I don't know. Sometimes you guys talk amongst each other. I assume you're talking to us. And if, uh, if you, 
if we don't know anything, uh, tell us. Tell us what we're missing. Tell us why uh, you know we're wrong. What 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 makes you think you have the permission to do that? You know, I don't know. Um, Mike V is in the chat. So I like seeing some new names today. They, hey. At the end of the day, this is good for us, right? We have some fun things to talk about. That's what talk radio, talk uh, whatever video is all about. So this gave us some juicy stuff. Mike V says, this discussion is asinine. You can't shoot off fireworks in a stadium. Oops. Uh, there is zero reason why it's necessarily further walking out. That's BS, no matter the reason. I'm with you, Mike. Although the only thing I would disagree with about, as far as a discussion being an asinine, I got to be honest. When I saw the fireworks, because we do this show, I was like, ah, I got something to talk about. <laughs> well, and, you know, Peter, I, I think, um, you know, once again, I thought it was it was cool. It, it, it added to the ambiance. Uh, but like like you said, uh, everybody should know it's it's it, you know, it's dangerous, first of all. Uh, and, and, you know, lots of people say, why can't we take flares into the stadium? And I think you had a good example you were telling me about earlier when you went to Brazil. Yeah. So, yeah, I was. I, so in the people that are saying and in, in, in your uh, jumping in again, do you know who authorized to do it? Uh, nobody. That's why people got arrested. Nobody authorized it. Um, so maybe we know more than you think. But uh, yeah. So when I, 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 you know, and the thing is for anybody to say, if you don't agree with it, you don't understand us because I did see that a lot. Like, hey, the people that are against this don't get us. And. I do get you guys because I am one of you guys. I mean, I was a lot, you know, I'm not as much anymore, but you guys, at least in the Southern Legion, they're my buddies. They're the friends. I hug everybody. And, you know, I, I so I do get you. And one example is, is, yeah, I went, I was in Brazil. I went to uh, Corachiba. It's one of the, the local clubs in my wife's city in Curitiba, which is a funny thing. What, Corachiba? But they're in Curitiba. Why aren't they named Curitiba? But no, they're named Corachiba. I know the reason why, but that, we're not going to go into that. Uh, but anyways, it was their 100-year anniversary. And so they passed out flares to everybody, to a lot of people in the crowd. Imagine them doing that in this country. The team actually handing out flares to the peoples in the stands. Now, it looked amazing. I got a video somewhere on an old YouTube channel I have uh, that I should probably bring over to Football Miami TV. It, I think you sent it to me uh, via WhatsApp, so look it up there. I think it's But there. years ago. Uh, <laughs> and this video, the entire stadium was green. They called it Green Hell. The entire stadium was green. It was beautiful. But everybody's holding up a flare. I think I got a picture of me something there holding up a flare like, hey, I'm like, me too. You know, I got a flare. So, I mean, I get it. It was fun. It was also, at that moment, dangerous as well. We're, my niece is holding a flare as well. Fire is dripping from the flare, as it does. And it drops on the girl in front of us. Burned a hole right through her expensive jersey. The girl was not exactly thrilled. She was not happy about the situation. She, she All she did is give us a dirty look, and that was it. So, we got lucky. But... I get it. The atmosphere was unbelievable. I enjoyed it. One of the best games I've ever been to my entire life. The difference, it was sanctioned. It was allowed. And it's a different country. <laughs> so That's true. Know. 
That's true, Peter. And, and those the flares are pretty dangerous, man. I, you know, I was in the army myself, a Persian Gulf War veteran. I was around these things. You know, you could get burnt. I gotten burnt by them. Uh, they they leak. You could, uh, you know, like you said, it. They you, you could burn somebody in front of you. I mean, especially because people are jumping up and you know singing and you know and, and they're flashing the flare all over the place. Well, you know, little bits of it are gonna fall on people and it's it's gonna and it burns. I've been burnt before right. by it. I got burnt one time uh, with uh, with smoke bombs. Remember, somebody popped a smoke bomb by my feet, and, and I got burnt. Ah, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah. So you know, it, it, people say smoke bombs aren't dangerous. Yes, they are. I got burnt by one in the supporters group. So you know, just so you guys know, if you if there's people that don't know how to handle it, right, dangerous. And here in the United States, you can get sued for anything. Exactly. So that's another thing. They, you know, the that's something that the team is is you know they're, they're crazy about that because they they know they could get sued for anything so and i i read somewhere that uh, uh you know it's somebody could have gotten burnt and i think somebody got burnt by one of these uh fireworks that they were playing uh with uh, at the game so i did hear the uh, same I can't thing confirm that but i saw right. that on twitter right that's what we're hearing on on social media one of the chatters he's asking me not to mention his name uh says the club knows everything that's all i have to say um and I would disagree. Um, I do not. The club, as far as I know, club did not sign off on this. Um, maybe you know something I don't. But if the club did sign off on it, I uh, do not think this would have happened. This comes from uh, Ultras Barra, Barras USA. Uh, and let's if you guys haven't seen this, I'll play this. It's uh, on uh, Twitter. Oh. Yeah, now it doesn't want to play it. Let's refresh. There we go. This is what the club is doing. This is what the club is doing. They send one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten police cars. That's what they send us. That's how they take care of us. That's how the club take care of us. Like we're doing something wrong and we're just grinning. But you are, dude. That's the thing. Like we're doing something wrong. You did do something wrong. Uh, dude. And that's the thing. Look, I guess we're probably never going to get through to some people. If you think it's okay to do whatever you want. And that's the thing I, I kept reading is people saying, I bought my tickets. I'm part of the supporters club. I could do it. They just have to deal with it. No, that's not true. This is what happens. And I don't know how much this is. Look. Inter Miami, he's blaming Inter Miami. Inter Miami may have had nothing to do with this, right? I remember a lot from back in the striker games, the being very involved at that time with the supporters clubs at the strikers games. I was the leader. And at one time, Ed was the leader. We kind of traded. Um, but having to negotiate myself with cops to try to keep things cool. And I wasn't negotiating with the team. I was negotiating with the cops because the cops are hired. They're there. They're going to do their job. And so they're going to look at this. It's a fire hazard. It's all different kinds of problems. It's next to an airport. I'm sure there's got to be some FAA rules broken here. So the cops, this may have had nothing to do with Inter Miami. This may be solely the police are there. They're going to do their jobs. If they're going to call for backup. They're going to, I mean, or I mean, there's probably or already 10 police cars parked there all the time. There's they're always on the east side of the road. There's always a ton of police, you know, parked there. You know, that's where they're putting their cars while they're 
doing security at the stadium. So, um, you and, know. The, and the team subjects themselves right now with uh, to being, uh, you said the FAA could, could probably sanction the team. They you know, could. It could be penalties. Uh, you know, so there are consequences to those things. And, and some of the supporters don't think about those things. Um, you know, they could be su- sued if somebody got hurt. Um, you know, th- there's a reason why these things don't happen. Look at LAFC. They have probably the best, one of the best supporters groups in, uh, in, uh, in major league soccer. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't need all, you know, fireworks, stuff like that, unless the team Cot, does that's, it themselves. That's what Cotta is saying. None of the other supporters groups that are top in MLS like LAFC need to show this passion. He agrees with you. Uh, they, Ryan they Landers go, is yeah. saying, uh, is saying that a flare could still explode. I love them, but when shipped, they are shipped as explosives. Explosives, yeah. Now, I also I also saw another comment that, and I responded on social media that, well, the Vasco da Gama fans were lighting off fireworks, so we should be allowed. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Well, I have two things. Let's be grown-ups here, folks. Two wrongs don't make a right, okay? Just because they did it doesn't mean it's okay for you. I mean, that's just ridiculous line of thinking. And also, you didn't do it because Vasco did it. You were prepared. You already had him in the stadium. You were ready to go. It was not because I saw this, I'm doing that. You don't just roll around with a ton of fireworks all the time. Uh, just and, and I, I, In all honesty, I didn't see any Vasco fans lighting off fireworks. Could they have maybe done it before the game? Maybe. I was right there in the middle of the stadium, equal parts to both sides. I didn't see a single firework. I saw, saw some rowdy fans, and I do want to touch on this at the end of the game, Ed. Uh, I do want to touch soon, and we're, we're running low on time. And I knew, you know, this, uh, this would be a fun topic, and I knew I could yell and scream about it, um, you know, all night. <laughs> and have yeah, fun yeah. with it. Did, did we get any calls from anybody? Um, yes, let's do that. I, let's I do, do want to hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. For your voicemail. Hello? It's Italia of the Aficionados again. So now I'm like Uncle Ned calling twice. But I called earlier in the week because it was exciting. And then uh, all this hecticness broke out after that. Uh, the fiasco of fireworks. It started out so nice with this lovely picture of Peter and Mrs. Peter at the game that he put on Twitter and... Um, she must have loved it because all the Brazilians there, they look like great fans. I saw a bunch of stuff online with a great drum beats. And um, fortunately, it erupted a little crazy. Uh, oh, before I forget, shout out. Um, very sad for Carolina to lose their player that was here. Um, fortunately, that's a whole other story that, that uh, happened here in Miami that, you know, very tragic. And so we're very sorry to hear that. But uh, back to the fireworks fiasco. In the old days from the fusion, we were having arrests like every week, and a lot of people didn't come back because back then you couldn't even jump up and down on the bleachers or, you know, or the railings or whatever. They were always threatened to arrest people. I was always trying to talk them out of it because I was, like, talking to the American cops, you know, no, please, come on, he's a good guy. And then the um, you couldn't bring a flag on a pole, you couldn't bring an umbrella even, smoke bombs. I mean, you did any, they, you look at them sideways, they were arresting people. It was crazy back then. And unfortunately, a lot of fans never came back because, you know, they heard their arrests. They didn't want to affect their papers. Their 
citizenship or whatever. They didn't want to, um, you know, I mean, it's just the whole situation. So I'm wondering if there was a way that the front office could possibly have talked to everybody. Instead, I mean, I understand they're putting this off in the parking lot, and afterwards was really the last straw because it could explode a car if something misfired, and as well as it's an issue by the airport with planes landing and to say nothing of it being in public actually happened to me when I was a kid, actually, that I got fireworks in my eye and had to wear eye patch like a pirate, and thank God it was over a little, but I still have a scar. So um, it is dangerous if there's an odd mishap, it, you know, if it goes wrong. They they executed it very brilliantly, but that has to be coordinated with the front office and anything of that nature really should be done by the office because they have, like, special canisters that they would sit them in. And, I mean, they build those into the stadiums, like at the World Cup. Now, if they had put them off at, like, maybe the River Plate game or – with millionarios or one of the one of these other games, somebody might have done something in parking lots and nobody saw it, and and that might be what they're referring to. I don't think, from what Peter said, the Vasco. Uh oh, but guess what? She's picking up after our buddy from New Jersey, and she goes. Oh, continues. I am getting like Uncle Ned. So um, the other thing is that we need some kind of like a fan liaison to really work with them yeah. throughout the off season as well, you know, coordinating TIFOs and whatever kind of things they want to do and events in the community. And I mean, there's just like a big, you know, hole that's not being filled and people are kind of just, I don't know, getting burnt out and I don't want, no pun intended, and I don't want people to, you know, we don't want to lose the team and lose all the fans the way we did in the past. So I want to also uh, point out that I know it was uh, Coach Neville's birthday, so happy birthday, but it was not a good one for him, particularly in the uh, in the soccer department. I know they're trying out some new players. I think we had five, six people on trial. A couple of the younger um, kids came up from the Herencitos, and, uh, you know, we, we had, unfortunately, Mr. Glass was not able to um, – play the full 45 and even if he was only supposed to get 20 25 there was there wasn't enough subs to put in the game and we just got a really really uh, i wish we had like um a better coordination in general somebody that knows mls and we love what chris henderson is doing i'm sure he's working like a million jobs but um there needs to be like a little more uh coordination for the product we put on the field and the fans in the stands which we have the best fans i hate for this to be the press all over the press needed to be um, that we were reopening and with Martinez being signed here. Anyway, love you guys. Love the show. And let's hope they uh, regroup and and make some great excitement this year. Peace so out. the main thing I wanted to touch on that she said is she said there needs to be a liaison between the supporters clubs and the uh, team. There is. There is. His name is Chris Allen. And a lot of you know of him. Um, you know, we know him. And uh, Marco says here, Susio says, Chris Allen was pissed. So to the guy in our chat who doesn't want me to mention his name anymore, I appreciate that you're here, by the way. Even if I don't agree with you, I hope you come back and watch next week's show when we talk more about the game and the fun stuff. But uh, you're constantly saying the team knew about it. The team knew about it. They knew everything. Well, then why is Chris Allen pissed? 
because he would know. He is that guy. He is the liaison. He's not maybe always the easiest person to deal with. He's very strict, but I do understand he's in a tough position. He's also following league rules. And so it's not always the easiest position to be in uh, and, and having to be the bad guy quite often. Uh, we may not agree with everything he says, but he is there for and and the good things that have happened, the the things that you know, the good things that have come the, to to the supporters club. I mean, he's involved with some of that stuff. I mean, I, I don't want to give him credit for all of it, but I mean, he, he's he's a part of that. So, um, I also did like what Cor, uh, uh, Kata said: more choripan, less fireworks to start. <laughs> I like that one. The choripan is really good. Talking about Chris Allen's job, I would not want that job because it's a no. tough job, uh, you know, having to deal with uh, uh, all these supporters groups. And, you know, and he probably thought that, you know, everybody knows not what not to do. And then the beginning of the year, bam, they slam him with this. So, it's you know, it's got to suck for him to have to deal with that. Um, and, you know, uh, hopefully uh, this is a one-time incident. And I'm hoping, cross my fingers, there won't be too many uh consequences there might there probably will be but um i'd hate to see i mean I, I know a lot of the supporters guys out there from all the groups um you know would hate for them to uh you know to to, to be arrested and, and put in jail for something so stupid something that could be avoided because everybody knows the rules so uh you know guys let's get back in there support our, our team uh the way that we do sing all you know the whole game uh play, play the drums and you know do the smoke bombs which are permitted you know, and, and let's keep going from there, guys. But don't 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 do things that you really know are wrong and try to make excuses for it because there's no excuses. All right. We got another voicemail. Not sure where this is from. I didn't listen to this one ahead of time. Uh, ah. Good evening, everybody. How the hell are you guys doing today? It's America's favorite uncle, Uncle Ned. I just want to take a shout out. Quick shout out to my guys, uh, Peter Brown, aka Downtown Peter Brown, and my main man, uh, South Florida's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed. Uh, sorry to hear about what happened last night with the uh, pyrotechnics, man. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll learn and we'll get better, man. And uh, you know, the the uh, club will communicate better, and uh, our uh, La Familia will, you know, will move on and you know knock it off with. Uh, the pyrotechnics near our airport. So um, let's just take this as an educational learning experience and, like I said, move on. Uh, but I didn't want to talk about that. I wanted to talk about uh, the game itself. Uh, I just wanted to challenge uh, Uncle Ed and Peter Brown. Uh, who did you see last night? I know we got our behinds kicked uh, three to nothing, but did you, you know, who did you see last night that uh, stood out, uh, you know, especially with the new guys? Who did you see last night that was horrible? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know it's the beginning of the preseason, so, uh, you know, we got time to sharpen up and, and get better. But, um, you know, I just wanted to see how uh, Coco Jean did. Um, did you guys see Bryce Duke out there at all? Um, you know, uh, did Mr. Glass play last night? I mean, you know, what are we? What's what's going on here? Um, and last but not least, uh, what are we going to start, you know, uh, I heard that uh, Pizarro was out there. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I think it may be time for us to cut bait, but we'll see. Let's let's give him a chance. But you know, 
I think I'm going to eat my words by saying that. And uh, I hope Pazuelo will come back, man. Have you guys heard anything about Pazuelo? And uh, we got one more DP spot. We're going to buy down Gregory, but hopefully we can buy, uh, get Pizarro. Uh, not Pizarro, but Pazuelo. Um, this team cannot go too far without the Puzz, man. All right? Anyway, love you guys. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Well, uh, I, and we touched on it a little bit. I, for me, in the game, there wasn't a whole lot to focus on. Uh, the the brief spots that I know, I I was impressed with Pizarro. Um, I didn't know what to expect because we all know he did not do well in Mexico. I was I was uh, impressed with with what I with uh, what I saw. He he gave an amazing effort. He uh, connected quite a few passes. He was all over the place. Um, they, they had mentioned before the game that he might play like an eight or something. He was, I, I wouldn't even give him a number. He was in the midfield, right? He did it all. He was everywhere and very active. I was impressed. If he could play like that all year long, imagine him with Pozuelo, I think would be interesting. Yes. Uh -huh. And I got into a conversation with somebody on Twitter today about Pizarro because I had chatted during the game that Pizarro looked good. And this guy was like, oh, no, you're not one of those guys, are you? You're a Pizarro fan. And I, it's kind of like, I am and I'm not. Like, I see the, the, the uh, you know, the touch that he has. And he's got skill. There's no question. But he touches the ball too long. And, I mean, there's so many. We know the problems, right? But um, my, my, I think if he plays well, he's, he's earning a spot right now. That's my thought. I think right now he is trying to earn a spot on the team because if – if he doesn't earn it, they just buy out his contract, they ship him out of here, and we free up a DP spot. But, you know, they don't want to just throw money away. They think there might be something there with this kid. Uh, so so I was impressed with him. I was also impressed with Mr. Glass, Mr. Robbie Robinson, before he got hurt. He, he challenged people. He looked good. And right when I saw him doing that, I said to my wife, he went to Spain. He was practicing. This is good. Right? So, but... You know, he, he didn't last very long in the game, and that's the issue with Robbie. He doesn't last. That's that's always the issue with Robbie. I think he's got potential, but he just, you know, he just can't, you know, finish a darn tootin' game. And uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, if We need Pozuelo bad. And uh, one of the guys here on in the chat room said something that he's not coming back. Well, I hope you're wrong because we need him bad. Uh, um, you know, Bryce Duke would have been the natural player to be there. I think he's also hurt. Because uh, he he covers basically that position when Pozuelo wasn't playing, um, and uh, you know Pozuelo and and uh, Pizarro would look impressive. The PP connection you heard it from me yeah. first, ladies and gentlemen. The PP connection uh, that would be interesting. Uh, you know to feed uh, Joseph to feed Campana. Uh, you know they you know they need to ring that bell. They need to score that goal. Campana's uh, bell, by the way, in Spanish. Yeah. So. I had, I had uh, to do that, Peter. Campana didn't look particularly great. You know, he ran around a lot. But then Rushed. again, it was it was a tough game in that we were outplayed. So, you know, uh, Tank, I don't know if he knows something we don't, but he's saying Pozuelo is gone. Um, oh, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong, too. We're going to be I, hurting. Yeah, my, my thought was, because, I mean, all reports were he wants to be here. Um, and my thought, because it's taking so long, what it's they're all doing. about this. 
Yeah, and what they have to be doing. This ha this has to be what they're doing. They need to be they, doing this. They have to be trying to convince him to take a TAM contract. Because if it was, if they were going to give him a DP spot, they they would have already done it. And right. and and frankly, I would have given it to him instead of Gregory. But from what we understand, by the time the season kicks off, Gregory will no longer be a DP. They'll pay down using TAM. That's what we've heard. So that's the rumor. Right. Uh, apparently, there's still talks with other players as well, um, but I don't know, man. I'm very, um, I'm I'm very worried that if we don't get uh, Pozuela, we're not going to have that guy that's going to feed our. We've got a great offense, yeah, but I'm also worried about our defense. And they did look suspect, but we we're supposed to get that. Uh, what's his name, Negri or something like that, uh, coming in playing what left back. So um, and and Sebastian is also worried about our defense. Um, how about that goal? Our defender passes it back to our goalkeeper and he just fluffs it. I look at my wife, I go, well, he's our backup. <laughs> and he's going to stay. Wow, yes, sucks, man. Marsman is going to stay our backup, uh, uh, with that. I mean, at the same time, it's Russ. It's a, you know, I, you know, I get it, but, um, you know, Sebastian, it's, feels our, like it's our first, um, uh, it's our first training game, and right. and I think uh, Vasco is going to start the. They're going back to to playing after this, so they're they're definitely in in better shape than we are. Yeah. Um. Reading through some of the chats real quick. Uh, Richard Greenberg saying, um, "Well, at least Pozuelo hasn't signed with any other MLS team. Something must be up. I mean, everything we've heard is they're negotiating. They're they're working on it." Uh, well, but, I hope he doesn't hear from a Saudi Arabian team that, you know, they got the money. They'll yeah. take all these good players quick. And Uncle Ned was talking about Bryce Duke, who I was a massive fan of last year. Uh, apparently, he's got a little knock. Uh, so, um, he didn't play. Uh, we did see Lacava. He looked okay. He had a few moments. You know what was interesting is the second half of the game was it? They didn't change some players. They changed the all. They changed all the players. It was a whole new team. Uh, you had the coach's son out there and, and um, you know, a bunch of no-names, you know, from Inter-Miami 2, uh, maybe some trialists, you know, people that didn't have their names on the back of their shirts. You don't really even know. Um, Needless to say, we got, that's when we got whooped. Yeah. Well, no, we were, there was already 2 nothing in the first, first half. Mm. They only gave up one goal. Uh, Esteban is asking... As we're finishing up the show, Peter, predictions for this year if attendance will pick up and get us out of the bottom of the attendance attendance list. I mean, everything we've heard is that they've sold more per, uh, uh, um, season tickets than season ever tickets. before. And I'm assuming that's on the hope of Messi. Right. People are trying to jump the gun just in case. I don't know. Or, hey, let's touch on this real quick. I have several things. Maybe we go a little bit late. But speaking of attendance, um, one thing they are doing that I don't recall them ever doing before, and I know One World, One Goal, and I are always talking about marketing. Well, they started doing some marketing. I got this in my, in my house. Can you see that? This is nice. a, a, a direct mail postcard that uh, I got asking me to be a uh, season ticket holder. And then here is the backside with, a, with uh, the guy here that's about to be sold. 
So, yeah, it looks like or, he's going. Uh, all right, I think they're going to trade him. Or not trade, but um, no, I think he's going on loan uh, to a Mexican team, they were saying. Yeah. So anyways, they, they sent this out. This is marketing. This is good. And I, I first I said to myself, why am I getting this? I love it. But they're just, I've already bought season tickets. They're just wasting their money sending it to me. Well, this is sent to the previous owner of this house. I've only owned this house for like two and a half years. Uh, so um, this was addressed to the previous owner. So this is good. This is, this is good. They need to keep this up. But, but everybody's uh, saying, yeah, the messy rumor did the trick. Yes. So I would assume um, we're going to start the season with a better crowd. And and uh, and then we're we're gonna if they don't get messy, as Anthony is saying, Messi's never coming here. Now our sources constantly are telling us, you know, he hasn't signed. They're still in negotiation. They're still trying. Take that for whatever for what it's worth. Who knows? Well, well if I was Jorge Mas, I'd be like, here, take my ha- take half of my of the team, and uh, you know, and and. You know, sign with us. I think that's that's worth a lot of money. He might go for it. Um, you know, to have him join. Imagine that he retires. It'll be him, Beckham, and the Mosses, the Mosses together. That'd be yeah. awesome. Our guest from last week in the chat, Christopher Harris from uh, WorldSoccerTalk.com, saying that hearing that a lot of box seats at Lockhart have been sold by people hoping that Messi will sign. Yeah, exactly. They and, and trust me, if these salesmen are any good, they used every they name dropped going, hey, you never know, because I actually did see something from the team that kind of did say a little bit of that, like, hey, messy, you never know. You want to be a part of it. Right. So anyway, that'll sell tickets. That's for sure. And I want to finish on one little funny story. I thought it I wish I had shot some video of this. But at the end of the game, so we're talking about how crazy and unruly our fans were last night. And, as, and, and don't get me wrong, supporters clubs, we love you. And we want you to bring all the passion. Just follow the rules. But we love you. And we need you. But the, the Brazilians have a different way of doing things. They also don't uh, believe in following rules. You know, that's just kind of the Brazilian way. My wife calls it, uh, they say it's called Jeito. It's kind of the, the way to kind of sneak around the rules. You know, you find the, the, uh, the shortcut around the rules. So, but anyways, game's over. And right, I mean, people are leaving. And we're sitting, letting people flow out. And you see all the Brazilian fans on the south side crowding around uh, that goal, trying to wave, trying to get autographs, whatever, from their players. You see this kid hop the fence and dart out onto the field. The security guard was so damn fast. He tackled this kid out to be like 10, 12. He tackles this kid. He just took this kid down. And he starts to, to remove the kid off the field. And one of the Vasco players comes over, kind of rescues the kid away from the security guard, takes the kid, holds his hand, walks him over to the other players, Starts high-fiving all the players, taking selfies. He even gives his shirt to the kid. So it worked, right? This kid, it worked. So you know he what got happens. Tackled, but he got what he wanted. So you know what that means. Here comes oh, another one. Here comes another one. He runs out of the field. He gets tackled. Same thing. Another player comes to his rescue. Now, this t- kid didn't get a shirt. 
But he did get a lot of selfies. He seemed very happy. Security guards did not look very happy about it because they're like just standing there like, oh, come on, you're taking your, you know, we're trying to do our job. And another kid also during the same thing, ju- tried it again. This guy wasn't wasn't as successful. He got stopped. <laughs> but I, we and my wife were cracking up at these kids and you're cheering like, you know, okay, the kid broke the rule, but at least, you know, the players were on their side. They, they, they patted them on the back. It, this is like, you know, this is great for that kid, those kids. It was, it was just a fun way to end the night. Right. Right. Awesome. I did. I did get to see a little bit of that. They were showing it on the Brazilian uh, channel, but um, you know, uh, you know, things that don't happen here in the States that often because, you know, we're used to rules, but, uh, you know, you see that a lot more in South America where people just, you know, they'll do what they want. And that's yeah. why they have like those big old fences oh, yeah. that don't let them get because that's the way they are. They'll, they'll, you'll see them climbing way up there. Some yep. will jump over just to get to, to the fans, I mean, yep. to, the, to the players. Um, and we don't have that because we follow the rules. You know? I'll tell you, at the stadium, the stadium, one of the stadiums in... in um, and um, Curitiba, Atletico Pedanense Stadium, has a moat, basically, in between the field lot, and, the, and the stands. They also have fences. They got fences. But then there's a moat. Now, their moat, like I call it a moat. There's no water in it, but it's, 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 it's concrete. You're, it's going to hurt like hell when you fall. And it's right. dug down. It's dug down kind of like this. And you're going you're gonna to fall in it, and you're going to have a hard time getting out where they can then grab you and throw you out, right? But there is a damn moat around protecting the players because these Brazilian fans are nuts. And, and then at Coritiba Stadium, which is an older stadium, there's literally fences between sections. So imagine our section 115 and 116 having a fence in between to keep those fans away from each other. Because sometimes it could be opposing fans, and they and they would have opposing fans, and they're just leaning against the 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 the, the fence, spitting at each other. I mean, oh yeah, amazing, crazy animals. But uh, you know, no, and they and they keep those things locked. They keep them, you know, they they've got little fences, you know, where where they, you know, you can walk through, but they keep them locked so that people can't get on the other side, and that's what prevents sometimes people from fighting. One world, one goal saying it's a drainage ditch, Peter, for the field. No, it's not. I did a stadium tour and I was guided around by the uh, officials at the stadium. You know, paid for it. But uh, it is specifically for to, to keep the fans out. Wow. At least at that and, stadium. And that, I can only speak to that I, stadium. I've seen that in Ecuador as well. So it's, it's not unusual. Uh, we're the only ones that have that, you know, nothing, you know, where you can easily walk on the, on the, on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, that's that's how we are, because we follow the rules. <laughs> At least I do. I'm a big rule follower. People uh, call me a big old nerd for that. Um, but my, I am. my family, too, man. And my, I, I'm just, um, you know, that's just the way we were we were raised, you know, uh, follow the rules, you know, don't break the law. Don't, you know, don't. And dude, I've you know, it's it's hard to get through my head, you know, that when there's a rule, you know, you don't break it. Right. And you, you know, it's because you don't want trouble. And right. That's how I mean, I've always been. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, I think you and I both feel the same way. Too damn old to get in trouble over something so stupid as going to a soccer game and wanting to, to make some noise, make some, you know, craziness. I'm too, I'm too old to get in trouble for that. So I don't want to deal with that. 
So anyways, everybody, let's have a great uh, 2023 season. Let's follow the rules. Let's bring the passion, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, let's let's, you know, do it within the confines of what makes the team happy. Play along, play nice with each other. You'll get more out of it. You know, you get more with honey than you do with uh, what vinegar. Is that what the saying is? That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Ed. I hey, we had a great turnout tonight. And even if you're in this chat and we didn't agree with you, we appreciate you being here and we want you to be here next week. Please, even if it's not such a hot topic like fireworks, please enjoy. Come hang out if with us. We have a great time. If you time. still want to talk about it, get on the chat room or send us a message and say, guys, we didn't we didn't agree with you. We were right. Yeah. And as supporters, we deserve it. Well, we want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, the, once this video is posted, which will be in a in a minute, um, yeah, put your chats in there and, and let's let's go back and forth in there as well. So um, let's do that. All right, everybody. Thanks again so much. Everybody that is in the chat, everybody that watches this, you guys are the reason we do it. You guys make it fun. Without you, this is nothing. So I really, really appreciate all of you. Whether we agree with you or not, we appreciate you. So please come back next week. We'll uh, we'll do it again. And, uh, you know, please like, share, tell your friends. And we'll see you next week.